Hello, this is Zaya Brookside and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio and this, well, this is the B-Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio, the nice air-conditioned Diamond Studio Will there studio ever today. be a podcast where there isn't the Diamond Studio? Uh, at this once point anymore the school semester starts yeah you're going to start going you're going to start going there now maybe i don't know i mean it's there we might as well use it eventually if we are all there at one point and we decide to but we might not be we might just be in the diamond studio i just like saying it because it's like a point of reference no it's a good one it's a good one it's a it's a nice like you know ladies and gentlemen i am the advocate it's, it's more branding yeah. As we talk more about our brands. Uh, but I'm your host, Corey Smith. Not on the air. Oh, I'm Michael Vergar. How are you today, sir? Uh, yeah, it's just hot. It, also, I also ate a pound of tater tots, and I, I might throw up any second now. That's delicious. No, it wasn't. Did it was, you? They were Whole Foods tater tots. Like, they were good. Oh, like, so they were left out for a while? Yeah, but then they were, you know, just enough uh, sogginess, because I kind of yeah. like soggy in my potato products. Absolutely. Um, but... Once you want, there's there's grease to it too, and I just feel, feel like there's just a an inappropriate amount of grease going straight to my head, and I could mm-hmm. pass out any second now. So um, you know, watch out for that. You know what I really love now? Um, I used to love chili cheese fries. Now I'm a big fan of chili cheese tots. I feel like that would just break up like real easily. It's you're just you like the the the, the oh. formation of the tater tot would just like yeah. it would get lost in the sauce. Well, kind of. Some of it stays if you if they're really well done. But anyways, I feel what kind of cheese though, like nacho cheese or just shredded cheese melted. No, it was my cheese. Your own cheese. You said it wasn't my cheese. Yeah, no, I mean nacho cheese. Yeah. Uh, no, it oh. was. Yeah, there that you go. That took me a second. Wah, wah, wah. Um, I can't remember what type. I think it was like yeah, that kind of yellow cheese that they pour onto. It's like nacho cheese, probably. Like Velveeta. Ooh, don't get me started with Velveeta. Do you think anybody would just buy Velveeta you just ever for have the cheese a, and You ever have a Velveeta Dorito casserole? No. Don't. Okay. Um, because it gives you um, the... Uh, runs. The runs. Good word. I like that. Thank you. We need a list of words put up on this wall that we can use instead of dirty words. Just like... Well, what do you call it? Um, what's that WCW group? Standards and practices. Exactly. Yeah, we need a standards and we need to hire someone for standards and practice. Maybe uh, Gabriel's wife can do that. Okay. Or maybe he's one of his new kids, or his new kid, not one of them. His new kid, or his other kid. I don't know. Well, hire them all. Hire the whole yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Because I feel like we need a child in, as the head of standards and practices. Uh, I can't do that for you, Corey. Okay. What? I'll give you a child? <laughs> no. I said as as the, the as the head of our standards and practices because that would just make sense. Wait, why would it make sense if a child? Was because we're of... so wacky. No, I mean, I... no, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, this is getting off the rails quickly. Yeah, um, but thank you for tuning in wherever you're tuning in. Whether thank that's... you for staying tuned in after this, actually. <laughs> whether that's SoundCloud.com or uh, Slash City Wrestling Radio or a, the plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications. I've been saying iTunes for a while. I forgot there's no more iTunes, right? I mean, there, yeah, I think it's just music and the podcast app and just the, Thank you for tuning in uh, if you're, it's on the, the Apple, podcast app. The Apple Podcast OS. Podcast app. X. Uh, you know. Mojave. Mojave. Sierra. Delta. Lion, Lima. Mountain Lion. Shield. Darn it. So. Yeah. 
Thank you for tuning in. Follow us at CWR415 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, as you can see, I'm uh, very uh, talkative today. I'm very, I'm, you know, I'm Taking glad you're here. the glasses. It's, it's, it's 72 degrees here in San Francisco, which I know is not a lot for most people, especially ones in Europe. But, like, I had, to, I had to take off my glasses just because it's, it's slipping on my nose. You ever – you don't wear glasses. You know, that never happens for you. Um, one time – so uh, about 10 years ago, I had a pair of display glasses that I wore. What, like, you st- like glasses that you stole from a display case or something? Well, somebody stole them. And um, I wore them around because they didn't ha- – they weren't prescription. They were just a piece of glass in there. And damn, did I look good. I look good with glasses. I always thought so. You want to try my glasses on? No, they're prescription. I heard, you know, like if I do that, I'll turn to like Cyclops or something. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. So I'd rather not. Yeah, you passed my test. Um, but we're here to talk about the G1. Uh, let's keep you updated. There's a couple, couple nights happened. We got some uh, A block, B block. We're coming in the last couple nights, Michael. Yeah, we're only doing two nights this week. I mean, this particular show because we got NXT and NXT TakeOver to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's why. That's something we still do here. Apparently, mm. that we totally forgot about. But you know what? It had to take a, a, a back step to the G. No, mostly because the the, the finals and the, uh, the the finals and the finals finals, which is like the A block final, the B block final, and the final final, the semifinals, and yeah, the, those are going to take up the weekend. And we just you know, it's already it's already a crazy weekend here now. Wow, there's so many shows this weekend. Yeah, there's and SummerSlam takeover, the G ones. And three G one shows, yeah. Early uh, Saturday morning, early Sunday morning, and uh, late Sunday night, eleven p.m. It all it ends starts. with SummerSlam, right? Well, it ends technically with SmackDown on oh, Tuesday. That's true, but Toronto, like it's on the same place too. Yeah, the, the, it's, the, one, it's one of those Scotia Bank, I think, is called the Scotia Bank Arena. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go for the meet and greets. Everybody. You think they'll ever do like a big, big four on at the Chase? And then would you ever consider doing like all four? Well, as long as I they know don't. you did that for Los Angeles. Yeah, I wouldn't do all four again. Yeah. If it was if it was like SummerSlam here, I would definitely go to the. That sounds really the two shows. Oh, dude, did you you heard about front row tickets? Right, they're like seven hundred, aren't they? Seven hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, it, imagine what, giving that amount to that company. And, you know, they when, don't need that money. When Oakland Arena tickets were five hundred bucks for ringside for the same show for the same damn show, two hundred fifty. Chase sent you mean Chase? No, no, Oracle. Oracle, yeah. What did I say? Oakland? Oakland Arena? Yeah, yeah, whatever. You're an old-fashioned like that. Do <laughs> you know the Oakland Arena? The Coliseum! How much How much do you think uh, front row tickets for No Way Out Cow Palace cost? Like, inflation-wise. Oh. I, well, I mean, back then? Yeah, probably like 300 400 Pro- Yeah, probably around 300 three, 350 I'm guessing. You see Eddie Guerrero win the title. Oh. Right? Yeah. oh. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, G1? Giving WWE your money. It's, you know... So get what you pay for. Like something we've already done because they're coming back to the Chase Center soon. So I'm oh. looking forward to it, kind of. I mean, it's SmackDown, right? You're going to the SmackDown. We're to, going to this. We're Smackdown. going to SmackDown. The whole CWR uh, crew is going to SmackDown, all sitting together, all five of us, um, being there together, loving each other with our hands across each other's, you know, like this, like... Kumbaya, my lord. I'm letting you. I'm letting. I'm letting you soak this in. Soak I, this I am. In. It's going to yeah. be awesome, and we're going to be close to the ring, and I'll wear our shirts. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm not going to wear a shirt, Michael. Unless they make me. You wear need a shirt. to promote the brand. No, I'm talking about like shirts in general. Oh, like, I'm painting the CWR logo on my chest. Oh, yeah. We got to talk to you. Do Juan orange about nipples? That. No, those are going to be the. It's going to maybe. 
Maybe. Okay. Well, we'll talk to Juan about that. Let's talk wrestling. Hey, aren't we already talking about wrestling? Putting uh, paint over our nipples? That's wrestling. That's kind of wrestling. I mean, some people put paint over their nipples. Hakushi? Uh, he uh, probably did that one time. Who? Japanese wrestler. Who He wrestled Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. You know what match I saw today that I was actually impressed of? I don't have a breakdown of it. But um, Macho Man Randy Savage versus uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. You just all of a sudden just decided it to just watch came, this? It just came on my Facebook all of a sudden. And it, yeah. was just, it was a great match. i never seen a Macho Man wrestle like that before. Actually, um, I, I was actually uh, on a quick Google search. I was wondering if WWE ever did an event in the Tokyo Dome. And they did. It was into actually in collaboration with WSW, which is some or, uh, some promotion that I just don't know about that I will definitely do research on. But Bret Hart was on a show wrestling Tiger Mask. And at this time, okay. Tiger Mask was one Mitsuharu Misawa. So uh, that's a bit of trivia for you. Bret Hart wrestled Mitsuharu Misawa in a, t- in a Tokyo Dome, which is... You know, it doesn't really get that talked about that much, and it ended on a do- it, it ended on a freaking time limit in the middle of an nineteen. Ir- no, no, ti- not a ring out. A time limit draw, oh. and if what felt like five minutes because it was in the middle, and it was like, and you could tell they were both kind of pissed off about the finish because it's like Brett was in the was in the middle of doing an Irish whip to Masawa, but then it, the bell just rang and they just stopped, and the whole entire dome booed. Yeah, and I was like, man, and to think this the, this match was never happened again yeah and what they did they got a a time limit finish i had an argument with somebody about that i think that same show because that's the same show that jushin thunder liger was in and uh oh so we're talking about the very same show i believe so and also um somebody was like yeah you know jushin used to wrestle in wwe i said no he didn't he wrestled in nxt later that's still WWE. Come but, on. No, no, now. no. I said later. And he said, no, no, no. He wrestled for WWE back in the night. I said, no, he didn't. And then you Googled it. And, and I Googled you, it and I came up and my friend and, would and not And then you were wrong. And you no, were wrong. I was right. What do you mean? Jushin Thunder Liger wrestled? Bef- before NXT? Yeah. Aren't you saying that he wrestled match? Ma- what was this during WCW? No, or? that was in uh, Japan. Okay. But then what wrestle- What promotion was this for? Well, it was a mixed promotion. That doesn't mean he wrestled for the company. It was a mixed promotion promotion it kind of technically means he's wrestling for the company damn you it. know in service of wwf at the time no like he's wrestling for them he's doing a show that's with the benefit of wwf i kind of count that that where's, person's where's right. jim Cornette? We're, let me get jim Cornette on the phone real quick anyways let's talk some g1 shall we yeah how we've we been liking the last couple of nights michael we're coming up to the end oh man uh, it's it felt it i mean considering what the lots on the line a lot is along on the line. You could definitely tell which A block, like the A block, is definitely just like it's all, it's cut down to two people. With B block, it's still anybody's game. And I just felt like Gato was like, okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna book the A block, just make this as easy as possible. But with B block, let's let's get weird. Let's get weird for a little bit. <laughs> like Gato takes off his shirt and puts the Vaseline on, so let's get fucking weird and book this uh, tournament, this B block. Yeah. Hey man, that's exactly what he did. So um, uh, let's kick it off with uh, what was it uh. Night 15, A Block Night 8. Man. Right? Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, we kicked it off with Lance Archer and Sonata. Um, I mean, it was a decent match. Uh, Archer still, you know, one of the better looking guys in this tournament. Sonata. I mean, I f- one can make an argument. He's probably like, I wouldn't say he's the like the man of the tournament. No. But I would definitely say. If Most you, if you were to Yeah. If you were to see Lance Archer when he before he started the G1 this very year and then him coming out of it like that dude definitely has 
I wouldn't say a title shot on the line, but not no, he doesn't have the title on the like a the title shot on the line, but I could see him like in contention for a title. A title, maybe a oh, never open weight title. I'd be down. I'd be down for Ishii and Archer. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so you know, they had the match. They, um Sonata though, just coming off of his win off of Okada. I mean, I don't know, maybe you can you could chalk it up to exhaustion. Um, but he seemed a little uh you know, a little weaker against Archer, who you know, he just went. He just beat Okada. You yeah. know what I mean? So that'll I don't take know. anybody out. Yeah. Uh, Archer meets up Sonata on the outside, coming down the ramp. Sonata trying to chop Archer, but Archer is too big and too strong to knock Sonata down uh, with a single chop. Uh, black hole slam to Sonata. Skull end reverse into a reverse DDT to Sonata. Uh, choke slam uh, followed by a kick out. Archer then uh, misses a moonsault, which I was like, damn, I didn't know. He would be able to do a moonsault, but he's a big, big boy who could do a moonsault. Sonata then goes for one of his own, but Archer gets his knees up. EBD claw to Sonata, gets the ropes, the two exchange reversals. Then we have a roll-up clutch to Archer, and uh, just a surprise pin, a real quick pin and a win. So I thought this was a really good match. Um, Sonata being as the versatile athlete that he is, and Archer, you know, to, to a certain extent, he, him being also as versatile to a lesser extent with Sonata, I thought these guys gelled pretty well. They knew exactly what they needed to do to make the match great. Yep. Um, would I say it's the best match of the night? Clearly not, considering what's you know what we got left in store. But I I liked it. It was a like you said, it was it was a fine match between two very fine wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, oh hey I'm sorry um, Sonata. You know both men are eliminated, but Sonata right now at eight points, four and four, and uh, Archer only two points or sorry only four points with two wins. So, yeah. Then we move on to uh, Bad Luck Fale, Hiroshi Tanahashi. The story of this match, um, you know, a little bit of distraction to Hiroshi Tanahashi, but Bad Luck Fale has won his second match in a row with a wrestling move. He ro- he, he rolled up uh, Tanahashi. That is the tournament. 14, 15 days. This is the second match he has, ha- he has had won. Well, second match in a row. In a row. Yeah, second okay. match in a row. He's won with a wrestling move. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a little surprising. Tanahashi is now out of the tournament. Um, he's, you know, eliminated. It's, it's one uh, of his worst showings. It's bad luck Fale just being bad luck Fale by being bad and being a spoiler. Like, I, you know, like bad luck Fale doesn't really inspire much for me, all like on paper or just in general. <coughs> he's easily the worst worker of this entire tournament. Um, especially, but he has some. No, dojo. but it's but it's not. It's it's bad to a point where it's just he's he just trains. He's Sasha unnecessary. Banks, okay? He's unnecessary because I feel like the role that Van, Lance Archer is doing. I, I feel like I said this like it, last time. You keep calling him Vance Archer because that's his name in WWE. Uh, Lance Archer, the role Lance Archer is doing right now is what bad is is what like they expect out of Bad Luck Fale. But then you have two of them on that block, and I feel like if he just acts. Bad look, Fale, and you know, replace him with a uh, with fucking Minoru Suzuki or anybody. Yeah, it would be excellent, but it's just unfortunate that. Well, they need he, Bullet Club representation. He's going. I mean, Bullet Club is not the Bullet Club of what it once was. It's the Bullet Club still. I mean, I don't where's, think any. You don't really see anybody. Where's Tomatonga Tongaloa? Where's El Fantasmo? I'm gonna. It's gonna be good to see at least the final night to see some of these guys back because they'll probably have some random other matches. On the final night, right? Some other I guess. championship matches, but uh, you know the match was okay. Like it was, I'm not gonna say like it was horrible or anything. It was necessary for Hiroshi Tanahashi if he was not if he was not considered to be you know 
a contender for this block. Right. This needed to happen, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's it. Tanahashi in a bit of a slump, and he's probably going to have a continued program with bad luck falling out of this, which that sounds fun. Well, it's this, uh, was it the crisis of confidence storyline? So sure. just because Tanahashi doesn't know if he still has it in him. He's getting older, man. He's getting up there. Uh, so Fale is at six points, or sorry, is at, uh, yeah, six points with three wins and five losses. Tanahashi is at uh, eight points with four and four. Uh, then, which I thought was a really good match, uh, Kenta versus Will Ospreay. What did you think of this match? Uh, this was the pretty best match of the day, in my opinion, actually. Pretty damn good. Um, Kenta, we... We were. I feel like throughout this entire tournament, everybody was just waiting until Kento to wake up. Like, wake up! This guy's—he's a good wrestler, but then they got to beat the WWE out of him. And I feel like he's just on the cusp of that by facing one of the best wrestlers on the planet today, yeah. and Will Ospreay. And uh, these guys gelled well together. The timing was uh, was you know was on point. Uh, they they mapped the moves out. Kenta got in his mm. strikes in, um, and then yeah. Uh, so the story of the match, let's see, the two men going back and forth, exchanging strikes, Tornado DDT to Osprey, onto the side of the rope, which I thought looked very devastating. Uh, they battle on the outside, they battle on the inside, Falcon Arrow to the edge of the ring, uh, Coup de Gras to Osprey, Osprey then got uh, got the complete wind knocked out of him at that point, Did you see that? When he was uh, coughing up all that spit and everything, he looked genuinely like... Oh, that really happened? Yeah, the wind was knocked out of him. Uh, the two men going back and forth, rear naked choke to Osprey. As soon as Kenta went for a running dropkick, Osprey rolls him up to a power bomb uh, to Kenta. Kenta then gets his knees up to defend a shooting star press, modified cross face to Osprey. Os cutter to Kenta, followed by a kick out stormbreaker to Kenta, and Osprey gets the pin and the win. Both men, eight points, four and four. Both men eliminated. Mm-hmm. That's the sound of elimination right there. So. It is what it is, man. So wink in the gun, just like you've been eliminated. You hey, got eliminated. Hey, yeah, out of here, son. Sorry, kid. You're done. Let's get going. But you still gotta wrestle like two more matches. But you still gotta. You you you're still contract. You have to. The obligation. We gotta contractually. You obligated. ever feel like you know if if people if anybody was actually like, I mean, it's not. I don't think you can do it if you're mathematically limited. You just don't have to wrestle matches anymore. But then like, you have. What if? But then you have Bad Luck Fale having to wrestle Tanahashi. No, but and if Tanahashi were to win that, I feel like you no no you every no I'm I'm thinking about like if people could just stop wrestling if they're mathematically eliminated, but I don't think that's possible because what just happened with Bad Luck Fale that dude had been eliminated, but yet he still needs to wrestle Tanahashi because Tanahashi needs that match for him to be right. So yeah, that can't that's not possible. So meh. And just have like, hey, look, Fale, like they can. I know you want to inflict. Like, bye. If you, I know you want to inflict pain on everybody, but then like, don't you just, don't you want the day off? Like, I'm, I'm you cool, can't do dude. It. But you know, he's but Fale's character. He's that he's a dick. He'll be a spoiler for Tanahashi. And Tanahashi would never forfeit the match. Why yeah, would Tanahashi? He's too, want he's too noble. He's too pure. He's would too John great. Cena forfeit a match? No. Tanahashi. I feel like John Cena. No, come on. They have the same. Okay, person. there's nobility, and then there's just like. Have common you seen sense. them in the same place at the same time? Uh, I would. Yeah, actually, there there are photos where it just says John Cena and a fan. Oh, really? Yeah, it's John like Cena back in like fifth, like fifteen year old pictures of that. Okay. Uh, then we move on to uh, Kota Ibushi and uh, ZSJ, Zack Saber Junior. Uh, why do you shake your head? Everybody else says ZSJ. 
Kevin or Z- Kevin Kelly says ZSJ, and that's why ZS- ZSJ hates him. Well, you know what? I'm not a part of uh, Suzuki. By the way, what is up with their Suzuki theme song? Was it, what what? Is- oh, oh, oh! It's a theme song. You know? It's no, it's no Kazenihare. No, it is not. I feel like uh, Lance Archer sings the theme song for Suzuki Goon. I don't know why. I just pops in my head. Well, he's doing a good job then. Uh, let's see. Uh, ZSJ trying to work the injured leg of Kota, which Kota is bar- barely selling this leg injury at times. Because like, he's not trying to show weakness, strength, no weakness, Corey. It's called not selling. Uh, modified calf crusher it's, to Ibushi, uh, followed by the end, Bumaye to Zack Sabre Jr. doesn't want to remind ZSJ that he has a debilitating injury. The less he knows, the better. Because Zack Sabre Jr. is a person who capitalizes on intelligence. You know, he got a, he, he will, when he sees an opening, he goes for it. And well, so, you know what? Next time there's a Dana Brooks-Sasha Banks match, and you're like, well, Dana Brooks not even, I'm like, you know what? Dana Brooks is smart, and she doesn't want to give up on Sasha Banks. Just want to even give this up. This is the G1, Corey. <laughs> this, is where, this is where standards happen. Uh, Kota Ibushi gets or the set. pin on Zack Sabre Jr. Kota Ibushi, 12 points. He's in it. He is in it to win it. And he's, he probably will win it if we're, you know, not to jump the gun here, but yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the end. Uh, ZSJ, six point. Uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Evil, which I thought was a pretty good match. This uh, was highly anticipated. I, I want to. This was actually a little like a very hotly anticipated pent match, like coming off. I remember the last time they fought. Right. It was a pro- arguably Evil's best singles match career right. in his cr- entire career because mm-hmm. it's with Okada, of course. And what's um, up with that ring announcer? What uh, what is up with the ring announcer? Or the commentator who um who like loves Evil. He's like in love with evil or something. Are you talking about his sh- his fucking boss ass sequin shirt? Yes. Or if you drag it up and down, you get. Yeah. But he also has like the thing, and he like prays with it every time evil comes out. Yeah, he uh, he worships toy. the Dark Lord Arts. Oh, who is he? What's his name? He's just a. I, don't, I have no idea. Who oh, he is. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I definitely knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, evil Okada, long match, pretty long match. Uh, two exchanges. Some might strengths. say too long, honestly. Uh, chair shot to Okada. Uh, followed by a tombstone to evil, two men exchanging finisher attempts, uh, uh, with the result being a massive lariat to Okada. Darkness falls to Okada. Uh, two half-and-half half suplexes to Okada. Um, so uh, we have another massive lariat to Okada, followed by a kick-out. Shotgun dropkick to evil, spinning Rainmaker to a Rainmaker to evil, and uh, Okada gets the pin in the win. Seven wins, one loss, 14 points. I think this match... Um, evil, eight points. Yeah. So Okada wins. He's going into the finals or whatever. Him and Kotobushi. Him and Kotobushi, Kotobushi being the being the leaders. But uh, we thought they had it the, e- uh, this, easy too. Remember? Yeah. This point I actually missed about um, Kotobushi. He like as uh, as good as that match was against ZSJ. You can tell he's holding it back a little bit because he knows what's in store for him. Down At least the, the road. next match. Yeah. The next match. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a neck match. Um, well, but, I mean the the Okada match. Yeah, yeah. But then I definitely like just see Obushi just sort it. of sort of just using the step. He's seeing this as a stepping stone for knowing what's to come for right, him, absolutely. which is the finals absolutely. against Okada. Yeah. So, um, and as far as Okada is concerned, I thought this match was, um, I want to say like like five minutes too long, and I thought there were spots where it just dragged on a little bit. It was like yeah. There was very. It, they tried. Like they they overdid it with building up, 
because that last sequence is actually really good because of course it, it is. It was, it was. It was very like the first was like ten minutes was pretty nothing, and then yeah. the next was it like fifteen was great, and the last three was. I kind of awesome. felt that way. It's probably an unpopular opinion, but I kind of felt that way with 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 Okada's <laughs> match against Sonata because they needed because but I felt that was necessary for the story of Sonata like barely winning with the time limit, but there were times where it's just kind of okay. Let's let's move it along, guys. Okay, we get it. You guys are great. I mean, with, with the Sonata match like that, that was the fact that, but then that, I didn't know that they were the he was flirting with the time limit, and that's what made that match great. Yeah, but um, otherwise, yeah, two Okada and Ibushi, uh, both facing each other in the final day in the A block, and that match determines the winner of that very block. Who defunct? Well, yeah, who defunct, and also who do you th- who do you got? I'm staying with Okada. You're gonna th- you're gonna say Okada. I'm staying with Okada. I mean, if if I've been picking Okada since the very beginning, and he's made it to that that final, the semifinal, then it's, I'm gonna sit here and I'm it's stay not. With you know, it's not. That's not exactly an Impossible. out there out there proposition. Like we could just continue Kevin on with Kelly every every. This is my contractual obligation to say, you know, no this, IWGP champion has won the G1 since. Like it's not out. It's oh. not. I'm saying it's not without the. It's not within the realm of impossibility. Okada could definitely win that and, you know, could still win the G1 and just decide his opponent. You know, history can be made from there. You can always go with that. But I just see Ibushi winning this. Like, the buildup to this very G1, I remember thinking, like, man, Ibushi's probably going to win this. He's probably going to go very, very far in this because they had these documentaries. They had these, like, recap videos that New Japan on YouTube was, right. like... Oh, no, they were... Uh, New Japan was uh, posting on their YouTube account, and it was very, very clear that it was building up to Ibushi winning because, like, in this year, will Kota Ibushi redeem himself in the her- after the her Tanahashi loss? And it was only showing Ibushi. And it, they weren't talking about Naito, and they weren't talking about uh, Okada. Um, but that could also be a misdirection. I still have see. I can see Ibushi winning this and still losing to. Uh, well, at least the A block. We're talking about the A block at this point. At this point, I think Ibushi's taken the A block. Okay, and let's move on to uh, the B and block. It's not a bad decision either. Ibushi, no, it's either not, it's actually not a bad decision, either men no, are no, actually no, really no. good that I could just go either way with it. But I'm personally picking Ibushi. Yeah. Okay. And and, and those guys are going to carve out a masterpiece. It's going to be a great match. I no cannot what. fucking wait. It's tonight. Right, it's tonight. Yeah, I think it's what I might watch that live. It's at it's it's at two a.m. Okay, yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch it live. I'm gonna watch tomorrow morning. Like uh, since I don't have to, since I don't have work tomorrow, I could I could probably gut this one out. I'm just gonna wake up early, have my cappuccino. I mean, I could probably watch the undercard. Figure out the uh, the C block. Do a line of cocaine. Do a line of matches. No per match. That sounds awesome. There we go. I kid. I kid. CWR is uh, cocaine wrestling radio, motherfuckers. No what. I'm trying to think of something that's all, that rhymes with R, but then also tells us that we we don't do drugs. Like you know how we B- don't do hard no like B T E is drug free. C W R is C W R is don't take drugs too far. Um, C W R me uh, no, C W we are C W R and we and our and we don't take our drugs hard. <laughs> Yeah, there you I go. Guess. That's a reach. There you go. Uh, let's move on to... Uh, That's B- your PSA, listener. B-Block night. Uh, night 8. Night 16 of the overall tournament. Uh, they kicked it off with, let's see, uh, Taichi versus Toriano. It was a match. Both men are pretty much eliminated. It was a match. So, I mean, you know, Yano tried... It, it was no, a actually, the, okay, the thing about this one is that um, it was just Tor- Toriano being... Like, Trying to survive. The, being the unsung hero of the block and his role just by... 
implementing very creative finishes of the of his matches and just being an overall entertainer like that i've there was a very creative spot where um you know uh yano wraps kenimaru and tai chi into a into a burrito you know what i really like that the creator of the g1 must be rolling in their grave right now because i bet you the creator of the g1 is thinking like man this is actually kind of a genius idea because we're not running our participants to the ground day in day out why would a referee count those out if they if they are being illegally okay down? okay now that that's a different opinion <laughs> the, the 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 whole part I mean it's probably gonna it probably plays a factor throughout this entire night just like did New Japan just no, like hire refs from the NWO or something at one point because these are all they don't want to throw away they just they want to look out for the well being of the of the wrestlers you know they want he wants to make sure like I know and it's spilled on to the later on the show with Juice I don't want Yano to get hurt come on or no or the or the Juice Robinson Jay White match too where like that got booze where Red Shoes was just checking on Juice Robinson saying are you all right all right and then people were just like why aren't you fucking counting him because he got him and then the Kevin I mean the commentators like covered for him like he has to make sure that he's safe kevin kelly he still sounds foreign when he's speaking english sometimes <laughs> i love kevin kelly oh yeah no there's a night there's a <laughs> there's an optimistic naivety hey what are you doing like he's just he, he's kind of like butters from south park oh geez huh or oh, he just kind of has this in like kevin kelly has hey this rocky what are you doing oh god <laughs> yeah so rocky yeah rocky oh hamburgers oh hamburgers uh, Toriano four and four with eight points. He gets the count out win over Tai Chi. Uh, tai Chi has. And I always points. love a count out victory because of the guy counting it out, going nineteen. Oh god, they, they, No, I love that. What are you? What are you gonna say, Corey? It's every. I fucking, fucking love that match. So they, they have the, to. They have to tease that nine, finish. They, Come on, they every have to match, make sure. They need to tease it out. They need to tease it. Yeah, because it's a count out. It's one giant tease. <sighs> I love not it. every. I match. personally love. It. I like it from time to time. One, yes. But two, what? Three, four, two. and then seventeen. Yeah, I love that. Eighteen. You're really. Te- you're, you're, yeah, you're telling me that's not that's not great. That's not drama. You're, then you're no, tell- it next, is. Next it time is. you're telling me it's it not- is. Okay. But drama every single match that you know, like I get, like Okada, Omega, like something that big. Once in a great while, yeah, but if the G1, it's like right now. It's I like, mean, we're watching so much, I feel like it's what? literally every match. Uh, then we go to um, Tetsuya Naito and Jeff Cobb, which I thought this was actually Cobb, Cobb's one of Cobb's better matches. I like this match, Naito and Cobb. What happened? Uh, they wrestled. <laughs> uh, Cobb goes right after Naito to begin the match. Uh, back and forth between the two, a stalling superplex to Naito, uh, spin cycle suplex to Naito, followed by a kick out. Frankenstein to Cobb off the top rope. Poison run to Cobb. Then Jeff Cobb hits an elevated F5 to Naito. Uh, tour of the Islands reverse into a backwards DDT to Cobb, followed by a Destino, the pin, and the win of Jeff Cobb. Naito, 10 points. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's climbing up there through the ranks ever since him he, ever since him going up, I think, 03 starting. Yeah. Um, it's definitely I'm through with this night. It's definitely leaning towards Naito leading the pack of B block. Um, that Destino reversal, yeah, the tour of the islands into a Destino. Well, I it was like yeah, half Destino. Yeah, and then him yeah. just going back at it. I, this is you're right. This is easily right, Jeff right, Cobb's right, right. best match. Yeah, it's definitely not Naito's best match. Um, and it's just another just. 
I look at Jeff Cobb and it's just another. Yeah. He's just a guy who has no story. He's just there to he's fill. There. A, he's there to Absolutely. fill a spot. Yeah. And um, I remember there was. I really what I really did like was the Naito mind games where he he did this he like he did a sumo pose in front of Jeff Cobb because he's fat. But Jeff Cobb's not fat. Well, he kind of is. He's burly. But then he also just dropped in a little shade saying like oh jeff cobb's a great wrestler you know who else is a great wrestler michael elgin and i feel like that's just like the michael elgin shadow on on jeff wow. cobb is just still looming over him because yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. you know expected out of him absolutely and uh it's, it's, you know jeff cobb's still he's still young and still you know relatively how new old and, is jeff cobb uh he's probably my age or a little younger yeah yeah, I mean he was in the he was in the he was representing Guam in the Olympics. He can't be that Guam in the Olympics, really? No, no, he, no, he was the flag bearer for Guam in in the Olympics in two thousand four. So um, if you just theoretically, if he's eighteen, just do the math there. Um, let's see. He was oh, he's way older than me actually. He's five years older than me. He is thirty seven years old, so he's not young. But he's, he's getting up there. He, he's he's getting, getting up, up there. But then like. He should be five years younger than where he is at career-wise. Well, it depends on when he started his uh, <coughs> career, you know. It could have been like a, a DDP situation. He needs to find something, Jeff Cobb. He has something. He has Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, then we have John Moxley versus Haruki Hir- Goto. Um, I, I, I don't... I, I mean, what can I say? I feel like uh, they're yeah. bearing Moxley. No, I'm kidding. They're not no, bearing Moxley. They are not bearing Moxley. Uh, the two men exchanging fist bumps and fist strikes. Uh, Regal needed Goto, followed by a kick out, a series of kicks to followed by a GTR to Moxley. Goto gets the pin and the win. Is Goto going to win? Good... Is Goto might win the B block, dude. He was. The, I mean, he needed to win that match. I don't think he's going to win the B block. Come on now. <laughs> don't get. Don't fucking fool yourself. It's going to be Whiteo and it's going to be Naito and White. White. Whiteo. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. You and know. I see, oh, I lost my train of thought here. I thought it was a pretty good match. It was, it was a fast, it was a fast match, and I, and I, I didn't, I wasn't really too against fast. it. I didn't think it was too fast. Um, the surprise, um, the surprise GTR, uh, pinfall victory, I quick. thought was it pretty. Was I thought quick. was pretty effective. Um, did you see the post match interview with no, uh, Moxley? No. no. <laughs> he just he does like he does this post match promo. He like he says his stuff, and then. After and then just as he's about to get, he's just as soon as he's about to like finish, he says, "Shooter, say something," and he just stares at John Moxley because he obviously doesn't know that he's signal. He doesn't know English and he doesn't know that Moxley's signaling to say something. Yeah, and then Moxley just stares at the camera, dead ass cold stare. Let's get out of here, Shooter. <laughs> uh. Shooter, and it's just it's the most ador- Shooter Shoto Minu is just the most adorable person ever. Of when he's near Moxley because he's just a guy who just wants simply just wants to hang out with he's Moxley. So confused. Yeah, he's, but the, yeah, he's also very na- again just like Kevin Kelly. He just has this naivety with Moxley, him. like uh, you know, and so- Moxley's like super into it as well. And the, like, there's a genuine friendship with it within it, and um, it's just going to be super unfortunate that like once Moxley's gone in AEW, I think it's funny how like when some of these guys come out, you genuinely see how like cool of guys these are. Like when John Moxley comes out to the ring, there was like an old man in a wheelchair, and like Moxley it, stopped and like shook his hand. And this is definitely like a product of Moxley's uh, creative liberty. I never thought I would like Moxley so much when he left, uh, or when I thought it was work. When I thought WWE was working us, and I thought 
Jonathan Good was... Yeah, imagine how dumb you sound after saying that right now. <laughs> I didn't sound dumb. I was speculating. It was speculation. You were just asking questions, Corey. You were just asking questions. Exactly. We, we wanted to know. We wanted to get to the bottom of the story. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a very, very inspiring product of John uh, Moxley's uh, crea- uh, right. cr- creativity. You know, his creative license, yeah, yeah. The, st- the, type, the type of stuff he never got in WWE, of course. And just to see him blossom into the performer that we see today, I, I, like I said, he's in the conversation. In my opinion, he's in the conversation yeah. for me as Wrestler of the Year. Ah, hold on. Oh, he's, Sorry. Uh, he is adjusting his microphone. He's trying to get some creative liberties go. in that regard. I'm okay. trying to get my own creative liberties over here, okay? Um, but no, then we go on to uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White. Um, so this is a rematch from their... G1 special in San Francisco. Flash at the cowbellers, cowbellers, cowbellers. Well, that was a APW show. But oh yeah, the but G1 special, G1 cow special palace in San Francisco, the historic cow palace. Um, Cody Rhodes, he loves that place, right? He does love that place. You better think about doing something. There, It'll so probably right? be there, Oakland, Oakland Arena. Yeah, yeah. You mean the? You mean um? You mean Oracle? No, I don't mean Oracle. Okay. Or O.co Coliseum. I'm kidding. I kid, I kid. Uh, White, uh, he goes into a handshake because he's nice and he wants to try to, you know, make amends with... Oi, Juice, you want to shake hands, mate? Because they, you they, go. they were young lions together. Yeah, we were in the same dojo. You the and Same me. dojo. We're going to be here. Hello. Yeah. And then Gato's like, yeah, dude, <laughs> come on, switchblade. Uh, the two... Uh, That's not racist, right? Uh, no, he sounds like Cartman. Gato sounds it. like Cartman. Uh, God damn it. He definitely does, like, come off as a Cartman like. Um, so then, uh, Juice goes for a Pulp Friction on Gato. I'm I'm lost. Okay, hold on. Uh, the two brawl on the outside. White, uh, White tries to go for a swing of the chair, but hits the guardrail instead. Juice goes for a Pulp Friction on, uh, um, but got, but, uh, wait, what? He goes for a Pulp Friction, but Gato got on the ringside to distract. Low blow to Jay White, or low blow to Juice Robinson. Juice tossed into red shoes. Gato tries to hit Juice with a chair. Juice stops Gato. And then uh, eventually the chair's in the ring. He falls on the chair, and we finish the match with a JTO, which was an inverted figure four to JY, or to same, Juice Robinson. And he did this to Hiroshi Tanahashi, which... Which know. he called the TTO at the time, yeah, the Tanahashi tap, tap out. out. Um, but now he's calling it the JTO, I guess. I don't know. Um, so he submitted uh, Juice, Juice Robinson. Out. Yeah, the Juice tap out. Yeah. Um, so Juice is out with... Um, with six points and Jay White, ten points. He's in the conversation. He's in. The I con- thought this was actually this was a very good match. Um, I wouldn't say on the level of the Cow Palace match, which I think, in my opinion, not and bias aside, no, no, the, no Josh and, and, and no Jr. And so. bias aside from my personal like seeing it live, I thought, <laughs> oh my god, I I know I legitimately thought like it was a defining career defining match for both of those guys. Like it was a no, like it it made them right. belong in that promotion and. Um, and I want to say it was at that level. I really liked this match. I thought the selling of Juice Robinson was uh, very, very good. Um, you could tell his face in peril, like facials. Like you could, when he was in pain with the with the left uh, knee. Yeah. Like you you had you had great sympathy for him. Right, right, right. Um, and I thought Jay was did a great job uh, working that leg, being consistent with his storytelling. Yeah. I thought that was Absolutely. really good. And yeah. Jay White, he's coming into it. He's coming for you, Naito. I'm going to see you in the, the B-Block final. B-Block final. Naito. Naito. Switchblade. Come on, Gato. Let's go. Rocky. Rocky, I told you. Rocky. Was I wrong, Rocky? Rocky. No. 
Yeah, you see me? All right, Switchblade. All right, leave Rocky alone. Okay. Don't play with his hair. Don't play with do him. Do not, do not throw that balloon at me. No, that's Okada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I miss, I miss, uh, I miss that Okada. You, you missed broken Okada. I miss broken Okada. He did Scooby Doo do last time, so that was fun. Boy, remember that man, that period of Okada, dude, where he just that's it, he just him. seemed like somebody who just had an excess existential crisis after losing his title. Yeah. yeah. Scooby Doo Doo Doo. Uh, then we had Ishii versus Okada's Shingo. weird. What? Okada's weird. Wrestling's weird. Yeah. Uh, Ishii doing? versus Shingo Takagi. Uh, the Main ha- event time. The two hardest, hardest hitting men in the tournament. Uh, like Sh- the ring apron, the hardest part of the ring. Shingo, um, you know, he really shouldn't be booked in the junior division after this, especially when, <laughs> especially when he towers over Ishii. <laughs> especially when he pins Ishii. Hey, spoiler. Say it now. Oh yeah, sorry. Spoiler <laughs> for the you know one uh, minute. You gotta structure time. these, man. You gotta go play by play. Uh, sh- like I said, superplex to Shingo, massive Larry to Ishii. Uh, then Ishii apparently has some brain damage because he's bleeding from the ear. I mean, I, I felt- thought that was disgusting, dude. I like, mean, we and then they couldn't find out whether it was on the ear or inside within the ear. Yeah, they need to. Yeah, they need to stop the match at that point. Yeah. But you know, I'm not a um, uh, doctor, as they say in the medical terms. Um, then we have a made in Japan to Ishii, pumping bomber to Ishii, followed by a kick out. Another pumping bomber to Ishii, followed by another kick out, last of the dragon. And Shingo Takagi gets the pin and the win on um, uh, Ishii, Tomohiro Ishii, on the never open weight champion. So this is his way to book him out of the division. Spectacular match. I th- because clearly, oh, go ahead. LIJ is going to be getting their junior back soon. They yeah. should be soon. Spectacular match between Ishii and Takagi. Um, it's just Tomohiro. If this match was very hotly anticipated, and they went above expect, they went above and beyond expectations for it. These two dudes were showing up. You had the story of these two, two of the biggest, hardest hitting strikers right. going at each other. Those and boy, did they not disappoint! You could yeah, hear yeah. the the slabs of meat from these hot dog men, um, and I thought it was excellent. Now, was it better? Was it? They both look like they're stuffed like hot dogs. Yeah, absolutely right. It's like yes. they, they, yeah, and especially Shingo. Now was it? Now was it better? Now was the Shingo to a Shingo uh, Ishii match better than let's say Shingo Osprey? I want to go that far. Was it better than it's um, Shingo Naito? Probably, I think so. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it was a banger, and I feel like we've been set, like. I feel like we're just getting this on a weekly basis now, this G1. Now, where do you think, since we're kind of on the, I know this is a bit like a bit of a done. stretch. Almost I know done. we're almost done, but then what do you, how do you see this in regards to all-time G1s? I mean, I know this is your first know. time. This is my first full <laughs> this, G1. This is your first time. You're really showing your ass on this one. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. This is my second hey, no, G1, thank my you. first full G1. I greatly appreciate your hard work. And the fact this. that there is notes for every undercard match in my notes. Yeah, you're really going above and beyond the Call of Duty. on that. I even did a promo picture but, for the C Block but, this morning. But excellent. Excellent stuff as, as, from this thing. Who do you got winning the B Block? Naito. I got Naito winning, and he's and it, and it kind of does probably. Makes the most sense. Goto's going to lose his match. I forget what who he's facing. Do you know? Hold on, let's. I'm going to pull this up. Actually, Goto, I, 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 Jay I got White, to, right? No, Jay White has um has Naito. Jay White. It's, it's kind of perfect that way. Um, oh, B block finals. I have it right here. I don't know why I'm not pulling it up. Goto has Sakagi, so Shingo could easily could win that match. So we got August 11th, okay, B-Block well, Finals. Well, it's not the A-Block uh, we have coming okay, up. Okay, yeah. Uh, we have Evil versus Lance Archer, uh, Sonata versus Bad Luck Fale, yeah. Kenta, ZSJ, uh, Hiroshi Ooh. Tanahashi, and Will Ospreay. Boy. And no, if we're getting that and then we're getting Abushi and Okada, this is... 
And this is gonna be a pretty. This gonna be a pretty hot night <laughs> so honestly and then the b-block final nights we have um let's see i can say toriano jeff cobb so jeff cobb might get another win or maybe not who knows uh who cares at this point uh juice robinson versus john moxley you repeat that you're right here ishii versus taichi yes i felt like i interrupted you on that yeah yeah sorry tomohiro ishii versus taichi um John Moxley, John Moxley, Juice Robinson, which I is a rematch of for the U.S. title. And I think, I think Juice Robinson is going to win. You're right. Um, meaning Moxley is going to be out, unfortunately. Uh, Shingo versus Goto and Naito versus Jay White, Jonathan so, White. No and I so know. I see Shingo winning against Goto, that which would eliminate Goto, and I can see Naito beating Jay White, making him the winner. Out of everyone here. Yeah. B-Block, man, that wrestling calculus, dude, how that all just sort of works out like that. Gato, you, like I said, I feel like he needed to, like, make this as complicated as possible if he was to make the A-Block as, like, clear and cut as much as he yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, booking a G1 is not easy, but then once it once it works out, man, it is it is captivating as hell. But before we move on to NXT and NXT TakeOver, we need to talk about the C-Block. It's what the people want, Michael. You don't have to tell me. I got all the C-Block results right here. Um, they're, they're pretty close to what Rocky Romero was talking about the other night on the screen, but they were a little off. So I did some calculations. I went through everything. And he's right. We were calculating the same exact way. Um, a pin, a point for a pinfall and a point for a win. So, so two points if you get a pinfall. On but if you do the pinfall yourself, if you, you get do two the, points. Yes. Okay. And then if you're just in the match, you get one point. So we were doing the same exact way. So the top five right now, the two bottom, the fourth and fifth place, they don't really have a chance of winning. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi right now, 12 points. Uh, Bushi with 14 points. And then um, Minoru Suzuki's in an interesting situation because he's at 18 points. He really points. is, constantly. He, um, all these guys have potentials of to, uh, in the next couple of nights to win four points. Suzuki could tie Chase Owens and win this, or tie the C block, and if he pins Chase Owens... He has the tiebreaker over Chase Owens and wins the C block. Uh, Yoshihashi right now at second place with 21 points. And Chase Owens at 22 points is your leader of the C block. So, yeah, it's the C block. It's what the people want, Michael. I, I don't doubt it. Some people want it, I think. Right? Everybody wants some. Everybody wants some C block. Um, so let's go on to uh, NXT this week, which was kind of a bullshit show. I mean, as far dude, it was the go home show, dude. I feel like you're kind of mad at the fact that it was a bullshit show because you're expecting like matches. NXT wasn't like this before, man. Yeah, okay. I'll definitely okay. Might as well just might as well just really just kind of get into what NXT is now, and I feel like it's just it's part of this cycle where. There's not a lot of heat going into takeovers, but then as soon as the takeovers start, you're kind of reminded of why NXT is NXT. Like that, that met like the, that three. Like I, I have zero down in my mind that Gargano and Cole are gonna go over sixty minutes, but I, but I also have very little doubt in my mind that it's gonna, go it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, but probably, but I have zero, I have little doubt in my mind it's not going to surpass. No, it's going to surpass their first two matches. Those guys are going to kill it. What do you think of the third uh, stipulation will be? Uh, oh, um, ladder I feel match. like it's... Oh, you think it's a ladder match? Ladder match. I think every, I, I'm, I'm going to go with what Cage. everybody's thinking, and the third stipulation is loser leaves NXT. Then Cole would have to win. Cole would have to lose. No, dude, I, I he would not want, get separated from the Undisputed Era. I feel like Undisputed let's, Era. No, I feel like Undisputed Era is losing again. Okay, let's okay. talk. Let's talk okay. about the t- NXT first, and we'll talk about takeover. But then, like I, but you know what I mean, right? Where it's just 
we've been through this before where people are just not that they don't really care about NXT because they already know it's good and they already know what's going to be on the takeover card weeks in advance. So they're just going to wait for this. If if they hear something good about like a, an NXT match that happened, like say, oh no, we used to have NXT shows that were fabulous to watch and we would have great matches on it. And we'd have three or four matches. I this would, week is like one say- match. Yeah, well, it's one match and it's go, it's takeover and the, and a ten minute video package. I hear that. Te- actually, I, again, I'm going to show my ass here and say I didn't watch NXT this week, but I actually I heard good things Black about Owl. that Gargano Cole buildup. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we kick it off with a contract signing for the NXT Tag Team Titles. The Street Profits come out. Uh, Regal then wants to introduce uh, the Undisputed Era, but. The Street Profits feel like they can give a proper introduction to the Undisputed Era and calls them, uh, what he says, uh, outcome, what he says, O'Reilly Auto Parts and Lawrence Fishburne Jr. Do you think... Let's welcome these guys down. Do you think there was some... Do you think the way that Street Profits have been used in the main roster affected the way you see the Street Profits in this very in this NXT Street thing? Street Profits are about to lose those titles and go back up to, and go back to Raw. They're out, dude. They're, they're out. Going, and they're gonna they're going main roster and then Heyman wants them. Heyman wants them on Raw. I can I can already tell, man. That's fair enough. Um and who knows how then good that, it would then be. that actually then then I think that's third stipulation, even though it's unannounced, it's kind of it's kind of out there. If Cole wins that, then I then I guess Gargano is probably going to get the get the boot. I can see which him going I, SmackDown. I wish he's in SmackDown. He better him, fucking him be and in Eric Smackdown. Bischoff would get along very well. Eric Bischoff has nothing to do with that company creatively, dude. Well, not right now. But we'll see. Uh, Not until see. Hogan comes. Uh, the Undisputed Era says the Street Profits aren't even on the same level as them. O'Reilly uh, uh, tries he tries some of the jokes of his own. He says, hey, some stupid joke. He's like, you know, Street Profits, NXT Tag Champions, ha, 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 because we're jocks and we laugh at nothing but stupid stuff. Um, Montez says, you know, what gives them uh, to even make them think that they can lose this, at this upcoming match? Because the Street Profits say they're in demand right now. And they they don't even have an option but to win an NXT takeover. So I mean, it would be cool for them to win, but I don't see them winning. I see undisputed era. You know, we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, then we have a video package for the NXT North American Championship at Takeover. It was a video package. Um, all you know, we know the story. Uh, Pete Dunne, for some reason, is in this or not Pete Dunne, uh, Roderick Strong, who lost clean to Pete Dunne a couple weeks back. I don't even think he should be in this match, but. I think they just needed to find a way to, you know. Yeah. I don't think because I don't think they can really meaningly, meaningfully find heat for a Roderick Strong hey. uh, Velveteen Dream match, so they have to add Pete Dunn just, just for the sake of adding heat to it. Which I'm not. I mean, I'm was I'm never I'm never really a fan about of triple threat matches to begin with. Yeah. But um, I mean, whatever gets Pete. Dun- I mean, Pete Dunn's Pete Dunn. Whatever gets him in the card, I you know get that paper. Yeah. Pete. Uh, <laughs> Next up, we have Corey Taylor from Slipknot. He wants to make his pick. Did he have a mask on? Yes, he did. Of course he did. He um, he made his pick. He says he's going to pick Cole for the match at TakeOver because that's his guy. How did he talk? Hey, this is Corey Taylor from uh, Slipknot. Thank you guys for Our listening. album's out right. Live life is out right now. Uh, no, we are not your kind. Go, go to Knotfest. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Baron Corbin. Hey. Uh, uh, then we have a Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler video package. Uh, yeah. We'll talk more about that when we get to NXT TakeOver. Joaquin Wild versus Shane Thorne was our first match of the night halfway through the show. And? And it was just a decent match. Uh, Joaquin Wild, the former DJZ. Um, you His know, hair looks stupid. He has the full... His vest now, he has that like 
LED electronic vest, kind of like. I feel like him and Ollie are going to be a tag team in like three months. But his is like it looks really good. Like yeah, it looks, and I think, but, and he, it, but it's barely movable. Like he comes on, he's just like, like he's like Vader in WCW yeah, exactly. days that had the steam coming out. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes out and he's just like, and he like takes it off gingerly. Like I said, like looking at him, he's probably going to be tag team partners with Ali. And the crowd is completely dead for this match. Uh, the brainbuster to Wild. Uh, Wild though does mount a comeback, hits a powerbomb off the corner to Shane Thorne. We have a double, uh, a pop up, uh, double kick to Thorne, but we have a running knee strike to Wild. The pin in the win, Shane Thorne. There you go. So what's now? Tell me, Corey, what are the standings of this bracket right now? Oh, this wasn't the this wasn't the breakout tournament. Oh, this is just because Shane Thorne wasn't in the tournament. He was oh. mad because of that. I wasn't paying attention. He was I'm like, "Grr, okay, I'm angry." Grr. Uh, then we have an Io Shirai, Candice LeRae video package. But do you know the standings of the break? No. Okay, whatever. Uh, then we're supposed to have Riddle versus uh, Killian Dane, which I want to say this. Is that still happening? Is that going to happen at TakeOver? It'll probably happen the before. Yeah. Okay. Killian Dane, though, looks like he's going to be wrestling in jeans, which I think is kind of cool. But uh, Tight jeans? Like st- D- uh, Dean Ambrose stretch pants? I mean, they probably are. Um, so... Matt Riddle, after that video he did about Jericho... Oh, my God. Did you see the Jericho video? Dude, okay, yeah. But he... Matt Riddle just... You saw the video where he posted, like, dude, legitimately, like, I beat the shit out of you, Jericho. Like, even... Dude, these WCW guys are whack. I think Riddle is very smart in doing this because he's just setting up programs for himself. He just just seems so douchey, dude. Like, I'm like... That's his thing! But, like, he's never... He's always come across like that stoner dude to me. But I think... But then here's the... But then I feel like... Now he comes across like this rich kid who's just like... Has everything. He's like, dude, I don't care. I just fucking beat the crap out of you. I don't care. I could do it all the time. Yeah, because I... Where you see douche... I see confidence. I see, like, him actually... I know. I see like Matt Riddle knowing exactly what he needs to do, yeah, to like really make a meaningful splash outside of NXT, okay. and um, for him to just because I do think it's just a work for the most part. Like him, I mean, no, I I don't think well, the whole, the I don't think the whole, thing. no, I don't think the Goldberg thing's a work. I do think the Jericho thing is just more of a playful, like ha ha. We're just gonna do this. We're just gonna poke Dude. fun at each other, but legitimately. But I do think the Goldberg ones. A, I think there is teeth to that. Which you know, it's, that's always fun. But I know, but I think Matt Riddle, he knows exactly what he's doing with that stuff, and it's not that's not so much him just having a big head and like having everybody, just him being like above everybody on it. He's just setting himself up for programs. And he, I thought he was the guy to walk past me and say, "Whoa, they got pizza here tonight." That really happened. Yes. Okay. That really happened. That's a really fun. That's a really nice story. <laughs> that's like, a really great story. They just got not, pizza over here. No, man. just like whoa, they got pizza tonight, and just walked right past me. But then he did he eat any of the pizza? I don't know. I mean, well, I because I I went and bought the pizza, and then I was going to sit back in my seat, and he was walking past me to that area, um, like the bar food area. That's nice for like a meet and greet. Um, and you're telling me this dude's a douche? How dare you, Corey? Well, I think he stopped smoking weed. You know, I don't know. He needs maybe they're letting do CBD. Maybe he's smoking too much weed at the time. Maybe. Uh, then we have uh, Kathy Kelly caught up with Bree Zongo last week after NXT. Um, so they want to know. Breeze want to know where Fandango was, and it looks like they're still going with the comedy gimmick, Michael. Bree Zongo, because uh, Fandango says he was in too deep. I was I was in too deep, and then I found out our our fashion style is a little whack. 
And he pointed this, out ty- what Tyler Breeze is wearing is a little quote unquote whack. It's I don't think say. this is a direction they, these two should take. But they said next week, or at least the show bef- at Takeover, they're going to be Breezango reimagined. They're just going to honestly, if they're if they're Breezango <sighs> reimagined, I think they should just drop that. They're going to repackage them. They're, they should drop that name. They should drop the comedy and just like because if them doing this is completely antithetical of what. Them uh, no, antithetical against the novelty of them coming back. I think like, so. These two guys, that like think about the story about these two guys just being on like getting the main roster and not having it not be what they, you know, have having it not be w- working out, but then having this redemption storyline of going back to NXT and actually having these, you know, really good like having this feel good story of them just you know justifying the why they're there and why they yeah. belong. Yeah. But then I don't think <laughs> thing is I don't think uh, Fandango and uh, Tyler Breeze are good enough wrestlers to really properly tell. Oh, that. that's not true. They're both great wrestlers. I mean, yes, they're no, I, they're they're good just wrestlers. stuck in the same. They're like, good everyone wrestlers. Everyone has the same idea of them at that point. Like Tyler Breeze can they they can wrestle matches, but I don't I don't consider them great. You know, Tyler and for them Breeze to tell the story, Jushin Thunder Liger. To me, I kind of see them as Sean Spears, like Sean Spears. Like you know what? From like like when you think about like that whole, I want them to be like Sean Spears from AEW, where like they really kind of go really deep into like you, what makes a good hand. Did you you don't watch Rota Rota uh, no. All Out right? No. You, I you, if you're gonna watch one, I highly recommend the one where it's uh, Tolly Blanchard. Tolly Blanchard making a cutting a promo about thing is when you're called a good hand. That means you're only just considered as good. Uh, you, you being good can only make get you so far. Like that's that's a very like this is a very legitimate great story beat that you're telling yeah. here, and I, yeah, that's yeah. just something I kind of want out of a Breezango tag team, right? And because um, that elevated Sean Spears, yeah, to a to a to a significant uh, to a significant extent, and Absolutely, so I, and yeah. I think that's the what whole they, thing he's got going with Cody yeah. right now, and I think that's what they that's what they need, and then that's what a lot of people need, but especially that team, yeah. Uh, and then we have our 10-minute video package, hyping up Gargano Cole 3, which was a 10-minute video package. It was, I heard it was good. It was. Uh, it tell me good. about it. It looked nice. Okay. <laughs> and he's just going through house shows and, yeah. like, the, the recap of their whole feud. Yeah. So. That was yeah. NXT, but well, that's going to get us into TakeOver. TakeOver, TakeOver, fighting for our lives. Um, so we kick off with Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. I think this. I got Io winning this. Through, I have Candice LeRae winning winning this one because I think. Well, I, I'm I'm saying you know, the heel wins mostly in contingent of whoever wins that women's title match. Yeah, no, I know what which you mean. I think Mia is going to win that. Okay, she's dethroning Baszler. Baszler's going up, and it's going to be Mia Yim versus Io Shirai, which should be good. And the, dude, the both women matches should be pretty great. I actually begged to differ on that. You don't think you don't, you don't think I think Candice LeRae is going to win against Io Shirai and then Mia Yim is going to lose to Shayna Baszler. I think that's where Shayna that, Baszler is still going to be here for a second. I think Candice LeRae is still going to be the one to dethrone Shayna Baszler and I've I been saying this for a while. I don't think Baszler And then is... Io Shirai is going to have a a program with Candice LeRae as NXT champion. I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's going to be met with pause. I just a, don't see positive reception of because I, I, I don't see Mia Yim is. Pro, I see Mia Yim winning this. I don't see her winning the title. I see her winning the title. Yeah. Um, well, that goes through our first two matches. Our third match of the night, a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, who do you got? I think I think Dream retains. Um, for you know. For this to work, you know, for you know, at I mean, the beginning of the year, Roderick Strong could could win this. 
and he can, and then like they can actually like undisputed era can easily pull this off. Where pull the whole, every where they they run the te- where, they, where they run the table with this. I can see it. That's why I'm going Roderick Strong on this one. Actually, I'll change my decision. I think that I, I kind of have that too. And the same goes for the next. I mean, I, it's I I've got undisputed era. Well, you, you got yeah, you got you got undisputed era. It's not sweep. That's not a. That's not out there. I'm gonna say that it's not out there. I, they could they could very much run. And it's, and it's Toronto. They're easy, they're gonna be the most overact. Oh yeah. No matter what. Is, are any of them Canadian? No. Maybe. Wait, Bobby Fish. I don't know. He would be the Canadian one. I feel like. Is it because his name is Fish. Yes. Um, you know how they love their fish. And if anything, Canada. Kyle O'Reilly looks the more looks the most Canadian He's out of everybody. Irish. He's like Finley's son, so, right? Just, just because you're Irish doesn't mean you can't be Canadian. Um, oh, I'm Canadian, Irish. Be. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I do see Gargano leaving NXT. Yep, 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 yep. Go to SmackDown, hopefully. Hell, it might not even... Hopefully honestly, he debuts the show. Honestly, honestly, if you go... Maybe, maybe Raw would actually be a little bit better for him. You know, Heyman is there. Uh, three hours, he has a lot more chance of, uh, you know. I'm hoping Gargan- or, uh, Ciampa comes back eventually. And then, uh, where would Ciampa come back? You think Ciampa, like, because he, he said. I want he, Ciampa, Le- Ciampa, they said, Ciampa Lesnar. Because they said Ciampa is coming back earlier than expected. Like, he's probably going to wrestle by the end of this year. Yeah. Which, man. I mean, I, you know what? Honestly, with the extent, knowing his injury. Just No, just uh, let's, uh, let's, take, let's take the time on this because he is very injury prone. Um, not prone but then you know shit can happen and take your time with he it. should go to new japan but i think no, shut up um champa i can definitely see champa like going after cole after gargano lose the match and that would generate a tremendous pop. oh he's coming back as a face and yeah and then champa would just be like this is more my friend johnny and yeah, I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah, no, I see. I can see Ciampa coming back after Cole wins the title. Yeah, that would or he retains the title. Yeah, he's champion. Yeah, yeah. I keep on forgetting. Just because there's a three stages of hell, I just assume it's just vacant, <laughs> vacated, and all that other. Oh, stuff. Oh, it's not three stages. It's oh, you mean uh, two out of th- or two out of three false Come stipulation? On. Come on, three stages of hell is the the three. Come uh, on, the three Corey. Uh, stages of hell. Come on, Corey. Did you ever see Ready to Rumble? <laughs> You saw Ready to Rumble. You know what that match Wrestling's is. Wrestling's not fake. That's all I remember of Ready to Rumble. I used to love that movie. So, I had the soundtrack. Of course of that it movie. is. Of course you did. Of course you did. So you see, fa- you know what? I'm gonna. I'm, I'll agree with you. I'm, I see you undisputed era running the table. Be very happy, Noah. Yeah. And I. Hey, and that match is. And that. And this takeover will probably be fucking great. It will be a a reminder of why people fucking love NXT. It'll be undisputed. Boom. Boom. Anyways, guys, I think that about does it here for us at uh, City Wrestling Radio for this for this week. Quite a weekend. We you know? will see you there. And later this week on Monday, or the beginning of next week, we're going to talk about TakeOver. We're going to talk about G1. And talk about that weekend, honestly. Yeah. Who knows? You want to just talk about, you want to do a post, you want to just do like a, like a hangover kind of thing for the weekend? Well, we can't say hangover, remember? Oh, yeah. But then, you it'll know, post-show, spe- uh, post-weekend. Yeah, po- it'll be a post-weekend. Yeah, but, I'm down. But it's technically the B-show, a special edition. Do you want Gabriel to be on this, too? If he wants to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. He can join us. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to, you know. So much wrestling. He'll probably watch TakeOver. So much wrestling. All right, guys. Uh, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. Go, Naito! Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And uh, follow us at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, um, yeah, I'll see you. He'll see you on Monday. Hopefully, Jose's okay in Mexico. We haven't heard from him yet.
Eh, you know. I sent him to a random location to see a Lucha Libre show. Hopefully, they was Triple Mania. Wait a, wait a minute, guys. I'm a week late. They, they, they like put this here, here, put this blue mask on. Go out there. Wait, what are you talking about? Ah! And turns out it was actually it was actually Jose, who was Blue Demon Jr., uh, who retired. They are coming to SAP quote, Center. Unquote. By the way, they are coming to SAP Center. Apparently, um, well, apparently AAA, they... Dr. That, Wagner Jr. versus um, Blue Demon Jr. Like under the AAA banner? No, or just, it's no. An in, indie, it's, it's like an indie. In, it's like an indie thing. Yeah, Chavo Guerrero Jr. is going to be there too. Because I heard they're actually can't, they might actually have to cancel the MSG and the um, and the Staples Center show because Ooh. not enough tickets got sold. Yeah, they can go to the Cal Kenny Palo. Omega, not a draw. Wow, who knew? You hate to see it happen. Oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Anyways, guys, we'll see you later. Have a great weekend. I'm kidding, you guys. And have a good takeover. Uh, like I said, tweet us. We'll be tweeting uh, Michael at Mike Vergara Man at CWR415. So, see you later. Have a good week.